Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 4, titled Dimebag. Okay, so, a lot of stuff going on in this episode. First and foremost, hey, so, remember in the last episode when I was talking about that babysitter who, at the end of the episode, was revealed to be the daughter of the leader of the CIA's Afghan group. And remember how I said she was into older men? And remember how I was like, you see where this is going and let you fill in the blanks? Yeah, it goes there. It goes, A, where you expected it to go, and B, (laughs) where you absolutely do not want it to go. Uh, So now, Philip is supposed to seduce a young woman who is only a few years older then his daughter. As you can imagine, this is a quite uncomfortable subplot. <laughs> Not just for the for the viewer, but also for Philip. Like right at the beginning of the episode, you see him kind of like in this state of discomfort and saying, like, she's young. We've never used anyone this young before. And like you can see every time like he approaches. Kimmy, which, by the way, like, they could not have used a more innocent name for this girl than Kimmy. That just makes it worse. It makes it so much worse. But anyway, you can see every time he approaches Kimmy, there's like this moment of just disgust on his face, like, ugh, what am I doing? But he has to. Unfortunately for his work, he has to. He has to get uh, intel from the head of the CIA's Afghan group. Uh, He has to go in there uh, and get whatever information he has for Mother Russia. So, he just stomachs it and it just gets increasingly uncomfortable. As the episode goes on, like, he gets this girl and her friends fake IDs, he smokes weed with them, uh, he listens to music with them, and then buys that album for his daughter, who again, is not much younger than this girl. Ugh. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable to watch. And, like, they don't handle it in, like, an innocent way. Uh, I gotta commend this show. Like, this is a show that knows exactly how much of a creep Philip has to be for this subplot. And they just acknowledge it. And they make that part of his arc in this season. Like, they just make it a whole inner conflict that, like, he has to seduce this young woman who is not much older than his daughter, but he really doesn't want to because it is the creepiest thing on the planet. Uh, you can tell when they're just uh, one-on-one on those steps uh, listening to that album and Kimmy is, like, dancing around and then, like, leaning on him. Like, you could tell, like, he just... He hates himself. He hates himself for having to do this. Ugh. God. God, it 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 hurts. It hurts to watch this. It hurts my heart and that is by design and Unfortunately, this is not the only episode where we will talk about this. Uh, unfortunately, this is not a plot line that goes away anytime soon. We will keep coming back to this as the series goes on, and it's just going to get more and more and more uncomfortable. Uh, meanwhile, Elizabeth has a much less uncomfortable thing that she's doing. Uh, remember that uh, AA woman that was working at uh, one of those... One of those companies that was competing for the stealth project and blah, 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 blah. Remember that? Uh, well, apparently more and more of those people are getting security clearance. So now uh, Elizabeth kind of has to press on her a bit. And so she kind of goes to her house and, like, poses as, like, Hey, uh, I, I messed up. I'm having a, a problem. You're my sponsor. I need I need help from you. And then she spends the night at uh, this Lisa woman's place with her husband, who is an asshole, who is a gigantic, gigantic dickwad. Uh, And in this moment, she learns that Lisa's husband is abusive. And uh, it's, it's heartbreaking to watch this woman explain the situation and, like, not flat out saying that he's abusive, but saying enough for anyone with a brain to connect the dots. Like, yeah, this dude's fucking abusive. And like he's saying, she keeps saying, he's a good man. He's a good man. Like, trying to justify to himself, uh, trying to justify to herself, sorry, her staying there. Like, it's painful. It's really Really painful. Uh, That's another thing we're going to go back to quite a bit. Uh, In much more innocent news, it's Paige's birthday! And there's this whole subplot where Philip and Elizabeth ask what she wants to do. And she's just like, oh, I want to have, like, just a dinner. Invite Pastor Tim and uh, his wife. And then the entire episode past that is Philip and Elizabeth feeling real awkward about having Pastor Tim and his wife over for Paige's birthday. 
Uh, in the midst of this, there's also more arguments about uh, Paige getting recruited, blah, 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 blah. And then the actual dinner happens. And it is every bit as awkward as you might expect it to be. Pastor Tim and his wife show up. They have a nice dinner. Uh, they have a good chat. Pastor Tim tells a story about how he protested the Vietnam War, which was nice. And then Paige drops the bomb that she wants to get baptized. Philip and Elizabeth are not happy about this. At all. And... They kind of, like, get real pissy about it later. Like, oh, she set us up. She set that up so we couldn't say no. And this triggers Elizabeth to be more in a frenzy of, like, we gotta tell Paige. We gotta recruit Paige. This is getting ridiculous. Like, she cannot do this. Because, of course, like, religion, opiate of the masses, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Elizabeth and Philip, none too happy about the whole Jesus thing. So... <sighs> this is like the biggest kick in the face to them. Like Paige just gave a giant middle finger in their eyes. So yeah. Everything's great in the Jennings household. <laughs> everything's great. Everything's awesome. There's no internal struggles at all. Uh, meanwhile, Stan, still fully on the I need to get Sandra back train, uh, he goes back to Est and basically yells at everyone uh, that it's all bullshit. That goes very well. <laughs> uh, and also, more significantly, uh, he goes to Sandra and finally admits his affair. And lays it all out of, like, how horrible it is and how terrible he feels about it. Which was a really cathartic, kind of beautiful, uh, somewhat heartbreaking moment. Like, it, it was really good. That scene... Is phenomenal. Uh, Noah Emmerich. Does some. Great stuff in that scene. Gives a phenomenal performance. Does great with that monologue. Uh, the woman who plays Sandra. I forget her name. I'm so sorry. Uh, she conveys so much with so little. It's a great scene. It is very well done. Uh, on all accounts. Uh, brilliantly acted. Very well written. Hit the mic. I'm sorry about that. Like, it's real, real good. Uh, at the same time, Stan is sort of doubling down on this theory that this defector is telling us what we want to hear. Uh, it's just sort of up to something nefarious. And just getting super paranoid. Super incredibly paranoid. To the point where he inv... Like, he investigates the bathroom she went in. She goes off to the bathroom in a diner. And then goes back after the diner closes and is like, Hey, I want to investigate your bathroom. And just 
trashes the place. So... Stan's not doing great, is basically the gist (laughs) of this episode. Stan is in a very, very bad place right now. Uh, Meanwhile, all the way back in the Soviet Union, Nina is given an offer to turn on her cellmate in exchange for a more lenient sentence. So now she goes back into her cell and starts trying to relate to her cellmate. Starts trying to extract some confessions out of her. Uh, And also kind of vocalizes a lot of the stuff she went through in the first couple seasons. So yeah. Nina both being cold and vulnerable at the same time. The beauty of this character. The absolute beauty of this character. So, that's a thing. That's going on. Uh, and we'll definitely go back to that across the season as well. Uh, definitely what we in the biz would refer to as a transition episode. Uh, none of the plot lines really had huge step forwards. It was mostly just place setting for stuff that'll happen later. Uh, but good nonetheless. Still very, very good and had some phenomenal stuff in there, albeit very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Philip is a creep. Philip is a goddamn creep. I will say that to you right now. Uh, if you like this, favorite podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, On Monday, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 5. Talk to you then.